it's us again at dealers of the podcast i'm michael k and i'm allison so we weren't able to record last week because the night before we were supposed to do this podcast Mm -hmm. uh my dog nearly went to see jesus it was bad i mean i thought he was a goner the vets all thought he was a goner and also because he's almost 18 which is like larry king in dog years I'd say they're up there, neck and neck, fur neck yeah. and regular neck, <laughs> fur neck, fur neck and wrinkly skin neck. But he pulled through, mm-hmm. and is home now, and it's crazy because he's he's died probably he's died almost a bunch of times, which now animal services probably <laughs> knock on my door. They're like, do you have a gate? What's going on here, buddy? <laughs> I know, but he's always like almost dies, and then he comes back like um. What's her name in American Horror Story? Coven. Uh, 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 the Julia Roberts niece. Emma Roberts. Ever. Emma Roberts. Like, she's like, surprise, surprise bitch. bitch. <laughs> surprise, bitch. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. That's him. <laughs> so he's okay now. He has another medication to take, mm-hmm. which, so now he's like the pill queen of California, which is saying a lot. But um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who reached out to me with sweet words. It warmed my dead heart. I know everyone is going through a lot. So it meant a lot to me that people took the time to wish LV well. And LV thanks you too. Actually, no, he doesn't. Because none of the well wishes came with like a snossage. He's like, what can I do with an email? (laughs) Well, I, I think I speak for all of us when I say that we're definitely thinking and hoping the best thoughts for him. And those, it worked because he's alive and mostly well now. So thank you. And Allison, how is your time in, are we call? I don't, I, I don't know if we're calling it quarantine. It's not really quarantine. It's I, people, I think, say self-isolation or like self-chosen isolation. Or something. Yeah, I'm in California. We're in a lockdown. So I guess you can yeah. say lockdown. We're basically in lockdown. Nothing's open in Toronto except for grocery stores and stuff. So I'm doing okay. I'm like, I'm going a little, I'm getting a little bit of cabin fever. <laughs> you know, and like you, like, you know, when you find yourself talking to something in your house, like I do that anyway. But... Yeah, I do that anyways. I do that like out of this homebody hell. I mean, my everyday life is homebody hell. So this isn't that big of a deal to me. But yeah, if yeah, same thing, like I don't socialize really with people and I work from home. But now it's the fact that I don't have the option to leave and go to like, the store just to hang out and see other people. That's, that's where I'm getting a little bit, you know, the store just to hang out. So like on Friday night, you'd go like to the, uh, What's I the stores called there? Shoppers Drug Mart and I browse. Shoppers Drug Mart and like sit at the... <laughs> I just be with people. I like look at makeup I'm not going to buy. I'm just like, you know, around. Yeah, I do that at Target. And now Target's like going to Target's like a, a horror movie. It's like, oh shit, I know I'm going to get it. So it's just like I go in, grab it and run. <laughs> yeah, there's no browsing anymore there. There's no two hour Target run. No, there's no like casual sachet through all the aisles you know looking at the candles there's none of that yeah no, it's like the amazing race and you have <laughs> two minutes in yeah it's like supermarket sweep just grab what you need <laughs> and run yeah but um we're gonna move on to some really important news yeah. megan and harry mm-hmm. i feel like we're always talking about them but yeah here well, we are talking about them well we didn't record last week so we have to make up for lost time 
Yeah, so this is a two-hour episode devoted only to Strap in. Megan and Harry. Buckle up, friends. We're not going anywhere. So this episode, this podcast episode, comes out on April 1st, which reminds me, no April Fool's jokes, please. Yeah, none of us can handle it. We do not need that. Depends on the joke. Depends on the joke, right? Well, like if the IRS tells me like, oh, you know, all those years of you paying taxes, that was a joke. We're going to give you all your money back. That that would be a good joke to tell me this yeah. this April Fools. But anything other than that, no. Anyways, April first is um, April Fools' Day. It's also Susan Boyle's birthday. Happy oh. birthday to Susan Boyle! But it's also the day that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are officially free as working royals. So they're nasty peasants like all of us. Yeah, they're free and they get to go into lockdown. Into a multi-million dollar mansion, which we'll get to that later. So they're done as working royals, and now they can um, make that money, all that money that they want. You know, Megan can burn all her nude pantyhose. Oh, goodbye. She, yeah. Prince Harry no longer has to wear clothes in public. That doesn't make sense, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. He doesn't well, have to. He, You know, technically he doesn't, I think, before the queen probably would have frowned upon it. And now who cares? Oh, yeah. Like the whole Las Vegas thing of him when he when he was in Vegas and he like was at a party or whatever and got naked. Oh, how could we <laughs> forget? T- oh, my God. That his was my hand, Christmas. I, his hands cuffing his junk, too. Yeah, everything. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know why that isn't tattooed on my face. Mm-hmm. Where were we? <laughs> uh, tattoo well, of yeah, Harry Harry's junk. <laughs> Harry's junk got me off track. Okay, so anyway, so... Anyways, they're, uh, they're... They're, they don't have jobs, but now they can have jobs. Yeah. So they also said goodbye to their Sussex Royal Instagram page, which has over 1 million, 11 million followers. So they're not allowed to use the uh, Sussex Royal name for their branding anymore. And I guess like the queen wasn't going to let them take their Instagram page with them because they could easily just change the name. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah, and keep their followers, like, change it to whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they want to change it to that's not Sussex Royal. But they said goodbye to that page. They're not going to post on it anymore. It's going to stay up. Um, their rep also said in a statement that everyone should focus on coronavirus right now and that Megan and Harry are going to lay low for a while, which is why they moved to Los Angeles, because that's... A place where you go when you want to lay low, obviously. Honestly, when I think of like the top three places where I wouldn't, where you would want to just hide out, right? It's mm-hmm. like North Pole, South Pole with the Penguins, Los Angeles. Hollywood, yes. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Not so. even greater Los Angeles area, right in the middle of it. No one's yes. going to find you. Yes. Not a so- photographer around. No, nobody will bother you. Nobody will even look at you. No photographers, like you said. Yeah, barely any people. Mm -hmm. So Megan and Harry had been living on Vancouver Island for a while, but they have now moved into a private compound in Los Angeles. So Vanity Fair says that L.A. was always the plan. Duh. And because she's from there, that's where she grew up. Her mom lives there. They've got a PR team in place. They hired a chief of staff, so they're ready to go. She wants to be a star. We talked about that, right? Yeah, just like um, the uh, NBC musical Smash, Let Me Be Your Star. Let me be your 
Yeah, this is the LA version. Yes. Of that. So, but they were planning to move to LA a little later mm-hmm. in the year, and then coronavirus happened, and they got afraid that they wouldn't be able to come to California because of travel restrictions and whatnot. So mm-hmm. they picked up Archie, who isn't even one years old yet, and brought him to LA. So they're self-isolating in a compound in L.A. that's honestly probably bigger than Rhode Island. Um, But since they're not leaving the compound a lot, they don't have to get a ton of security, which is good for them because they have to pay for it themselves. Please pray for them. A (laughs) calhurur. That's some French for you. What what did you call me? (laughs) To quote RuPaul. Wait, what it what is it? What about fracking? Um <laughs> Kel Herrer. Kel Herrer. Yeah. What does that mean? It sounds kinda like if you're like drunk and you tried to say Carolina Herrera. Carol Herrer. Kel Herrer. Like what horror. Oh what horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Carolina Herrera. Yeah. For them. Um but when they were in Canada. You, Allison, since you're a Canadian taxpayer, True. were paying for their security. So mm-hmm. did they send you like an edibles arrangement as a thank you? You know what? I would have expected some edible arrangements, edible underwears, at least a thank you card. And nothing. Carolina Herrera to I, that. Yeah, I, got, I didn't even get a Carolina Herrera. Yeah, we didn't get anything. I think it was just kind of like our duty because we're still like a, the queen still owns us. So I think it was like seen as like, you're doing something nice for the queen. Like y'all are chipping in. Good for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Justin Trudeau let them know that they would no longer uh, provide them with security after March 31st, since they would no longer be working royals. Mm -hmm. They would be dirty peasants like all of us. Mm -hmm. So they were probably like, fuck that. We're going to go to LA then. So over the weekend... Trump, who obviously has nothing pressing like a pandemic to worry about, tweeted about Meghan and Harry coming to California. Mm -hmm. So he tweeted, I'm a great friend and admirer of the Queen and the United Kingdom. It was reported that he's like an e-news correspondent. It was reported... (laughs) Sources say. It was reported that Harry and Meghan, who left the kingdom, would reside permanently in Canada. Now they have left Canada for the U.S. However, the U.S. will not pay for their security protection. They must pay. (laughs) So, (laughs) Harry and Meghan's rep answered to that by saying that they never planned to ask the U.S. government to pay for their security and that privately funded security arrangements have been made. Very good for them. Yeah. Now, the Daily Mail says that Prince Charles is going to pay for some of their security. I mean, Michael, my question is, like, doesn't Prince Charles pay for, like, most of anything anyway? I think he gives them an allowance. Yeah. And I think they're still going to get that. But the mail claims that, okay, the mail claims that their security bill will be around $5 million a year. And they say it's so high because Meghan and Harry can't use British police officers, I guess, like they planned. Right. Because British police officers aren't allowed to carry guns in the U.S., so they have to use private guards. Right. So Charles has apparently agreed to put $2.5 million toward their security costs. Oh, my God. 
Oh, also Prince Charles, by the way, he tested positive for corona. He says he's fine. He self-isolated for seven days, which... That's not long enough, Charles. Well, over there, that's against their medical guidelines. If you have corona, seven days. And then Camilla, who she tested negative, she has to be in, you know, quarantine for 14 days. Okay, but also, like, why aren't they just in quarantine for like 60 days it's not like they have jobs to go to they don't have jo- jobs what else to are go they to. doing they have these amazing palaces yeah. like what yeah what else do you have to do aren't Just... they like quarantined most of the year anyway well they shake a lot of hands and shit i mean oh well, i guess they are kind of like corona's biggest target yeah they're shaking everybody's hands so yeah but yeah it would be like seven if i was prince charles i'd be like seven days uh 700 days gladly yeah. Yeah, nobody's looking for you. Nobody's expecting you to show up and shake anyone's hands for the next, like, six months. You're good. Just stay inside. Yeah, he'll be fine. Mm. So. Um, All right. Well, moving on from one uh, tale of COVID-19 quarantine to. Oh, but wait. If, you know, since Megan and Harry, they need security. And if they don't want to pay, I'm available. I'll (laughs) gladly take, you know, a shot to the face. From Harry? Michael. Oh, wait, what? Michael. (laughs) Too far. Michael. You're like, listen, I show up with my own Nest Cam. I'll install it above the garage door. I'll watch you while you sleep. Just Harry. (laughs) Megan, you're on your own. Sorry. Who? Megan? (laughs) Yeah. It's like Megan got up in the middle of the night. You didn't even notice. You're like, huh? She's in the room? (laughs) I didn't realize she slept in this room as well. But really, call... Call you is what you're saying. Yeah, call me. I'll, I'll yeah. It'll be Say- like the bodyguard, but like you said, like a, <laughs> you're like Harry. a creepy version. <laughs> you're like, Harry, you have to carry me. He's like, I thought the bodyguard carried me. You're like, no, no, not in this version. <laughs> this is a reboot. <laughs> You've got like the beaded, the beaded <laughs> with the head thing on and Show like up in the, the mask. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I got this out of the state sale. <laughs> Singing Queen of the Night. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh well, we're all a little loopy, right? <laughs> Alright, okay, okay, okay. So moving on from this story is I would say not as good as imagining you in a remake of the bodyguard with Harry, but this is the quarantine detective mystery we didn't know that we needed, but we received with open arms. Yeah, so, we needed it. We I mean this story's old, but it's a oh, scandal, and we need it. It's from almost two weeks ago, but again, we weren't here last week, so it's a good one. So Angelica Ross, from you might know her from American Horror Story, or Candy from Pose. So two Wednesdays ago, she tweeted to her followers that after a long time being single, she had finally found the man of her dreams. And of course, it's super sad because, you know, it was kind of the beginning of everybody sort of going into lockdown. So how tragic. Yeah. Carolina Herrera, if you will. So (laughs) she wrote on Twitter, finally found him and have to distance myself from him. Dot, dot, dot. An early test we're committed to passing. I miss you, B. And she'd posted a picture of this said Mr. B. And it's very cute. Everyone's like, congratulations. So the relationship was tested, but it wasn't the kind of test that Angela thought she'd be taking. So the very next day on Twitter, she revealed that she had made a new friend and that new friend was Mr. B's fiance and the mother of his son. I mean, so, don't you hate when that happens? I mean, we've all been there, haven't we? So, an Alanis Morissette song come to life. 
Wait, which Alanis Morissette song? You meet the man of your dreams, and then you meet his beautiful wife. Right. Well. <laughs> well, in that one, she doesn't fuck the man of her dreams. I mean, this is very ironic, though. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you not think? Angelica didn't specify um, how she found out. But one can assume that several people on Twitter saw the picture of this Mr. B. And then maybe one person said, like, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that so-and-so's fiance? And And father of her child? Yeah. So Sleuths got to it. Now, she uh, confirmed through a retweet that she wasn't making this up to keep everyone at home entertained. That, yes, uh, she did have a new man and he was now out of the picture because... She, you know, he had someone else. Yeah. She also implied that she was going to um, explain it all on an Instagram live, but then she had second thoughts about that and said, you know, she didn't want it to get messy and whatever, all that stuff. So, um, and she said she talked to, she had like a long conversation with the guy's fiance. Yes, yes, that they like actually hooked up it wasn't just someone you know let's say dming her being like oh by the way your new boyfriend has a family it's like they actually connected up so yeah and i wanted to know the rest of the story like i wanted to know you know did they i mean i liked that they didn't fight over him but did they like agreed to burn his shit together. Oh, they couldn't. They were in lockdown. I know well, they could that, do it on Zoom. I guess, but I mean, it just it it's lacking the same sort of uh, pizzazz. I guess drama. Like, yeah, I wanted yeah. some waiting to exhale type. Oh scene. yes, you know what I would have loved is like uh you know Brandy and Monica the boy is mine situation where. You know, Mr. B comes over to Angelica's house and she opens the door and then she opens it a little bit wider and his fiance's standing there. But again, oh, you yeah. can't because we're all under lockdown. Nobody can I go know. to each other's houses. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could do that on, well, not Zoom. You could like three-way FaceTime. It's not the same, but yeah. It's not the same because you see the call coming in being like, you know, <laughs> do you want to FaceTime with Angelica and your, you know, mother of your son? You're like, no, decline. But the thing about Mr. B, see, okay, mm-hmm. cheaters are the worst, but dumb cheaters are a special kind of worst. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you're going to lie and cheat, at least be good at it. And, like, give it your all. Don't be sloppy. You know, it's like, she, he knows that she has thousands of followers. Yeah, she's famous. And so she posts a picture of him. Someone is about to recognize this slut ass. So... Mm-hmm don't let her take your picture. Like if she tries to get a selfie, just like fall down and then say you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. I feel sick. I can't take a picture right now. Or at the very least, be like, why don't we put on some costumes? Why don't we take a funny picture? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put on glasses and this mustache attached to her nose, <laughs> a fake nose. And I'm going to do that. It's, I got these, you know, Groucho Marx glasses. I'm going to wear these. Also, I'm going to wear a hat. And I'm going to stand in a shadow. And I'm going to wear a t-shirt that says, I am not Mr. B. <laughs> I do not look, please do not look any closer on this picture than you need to. <laughs> or he could have just said, you know, I'm a really private person. And, you know, I don't want you to think that I'm like using you for fame. So, you know, I would prefer if you don't post me. Like, do something. Or tell like your the fiance or whatever that you got a job as Angelica Ross's assistant and she likes to call you her boyfriend. That's her nickname. Yes, exactly. And she's probably going to post a picture of me 
on Twitter. Um, and she's going to say, I miss you, B, but it's because she misses me because I'm such a good assistant. Yeah, exactly. But another thing the story reminded me of is, um, like, what are men with secret families doing right now? <gasps> yes! I mean, what are they doing? Well, I think maybe they're, like, telling their, you know, if they're, they're telling the other family that they're, like, you know, maybe they went on a business trip to like Paris and then they got stuck there they can't get back so they'll zoom the secret family and they'll use like the uh, generic picture of the Eiffel Tower as a background Mm -hmm. and then they'll put on a beret and carry a baguette the whole time and that will fool the secret family yeah they're like well have fun in France bring me back something French I guess And this is where Allison and I go over five stories, starting with Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. So we talked about them last time, how they're dating mm-hmm. after, you know, they did some movie together. Now they're dating. Mm-hmm. So they were seen together in Cuba, where she's from. And then they got papped in Costa Rica. So they left Costa Rica and are now self-isolating together at Ben's house in the Pacific Palisades. Mm-hmm. And this has honestly become my new favorite thing during these times because it's extremely ridiculous. So nearly every day they've been doing these paparazzi walks where they walk her dog and sometimes his dog comes along and they stop and kiss each other Mm -hmm. and they like caress each other's cheeks, face cheeks. They haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) And it's like in full view of the paparazzi and they do it like in his neighborhood while walking around his neighborhood and the pictures aren't exclusive so several paps are showing up yeah and it's, like it's so unnecessary they're keeping the paparazzi industry alive allison i know you know what it's it's true they're keeping people employed they're making jobs for people so <laughs> i should be less of an asshole about this um you know I'm sure that some people are concerned that he's constantly out in public when we're being told to stay home. Um, But I'm also sure that the like douchebag fumes that kind of waft off of him are able to repel 99.999% of germs that come in contact with him. So he's a natural Purell. He's Lysol's closest DNA link, I believe. So he's fine. Yeah. Both of them are okay. See, but for me, like, they're a mess. But they, they're, these pap strolls make me feel better. Because the day that I wake up and I don't see pap pictures of them is the day that I know that shit is really real. Mm-hmm. It's like the banana scale of worry. The so, what, Michael? Banana scale of worry. We call them banana. Get it? Banana. Banana. <laughs> oh my god, I just got it. I thought it was like a technical term for like, well, when they stop selling bananas in the grocery store, you know that things are bad. Like, well, it's I like thought... the Waffle House thing. Oh, so yeah. So the Waffle House thing is like, Waffle House is always open, right? Right. They're open and hurricanes, they're open. Mm-hmm. But now they've closed a bunch of them because of this. And so that's like when people are starting to worry. Because when Waffle House is closed, this shit is real. Yeah. So when Ben Aff- Banana isn't doing their pat walks, we know. First Waffle House, then them. It's all over, folks. 
So Claudia Schiffer did a little interview with LUK and talked about the golden years of her modeling career in the 90s and said that it was like being a rock star. And when she did runway shows, her underwear and bras kept getting stolen while she was out on the catwalk. So they had to hire a security guard to protect her panties from getting stolen. Oh, my gosh. You know, and yet Naomi Campbell's underwear never touched not once, because the thieves knew there was a 100% chance that Naomi would hunt them down and beat their asses if they dared touch them. Yeah, she put a mic, she microchipped them. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting from this story is that there are a lot of pervy panty sniffers out there who really want to get their nose on Claudia Schiffer's undies. So I'm going to open an Etsy store called Claudia Sniffer. And I may sell the real underwear of Claudia Schiffer, or I may sell my own used underwear. Oh, my God. You'll my, never know. The buyer God. will be like, corn? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, this is the next Amazon. How do I buy How do I buy stocks in this right now? In Claudia Sniffer. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I own 49% of Claudia Sniffer's, excuse you. <laughs> Suzanne Summers turns 75 next year, and she told Access Hollywood that she wants to celebrate the occasion by doing tasteful nudes. I love that phrase, tasteful nudes, for Playboy, and she wants someone like Annie Leibovitz to take the pictures. She posed for Playboy twice in the 80s, and Suzanne, last year, you may remember, for her birthday, she posted an Instagram picture of her naked in the wild. Do you remember that picture? I do. It was very... um... It was kind of like a catalog. It was very catalog looking. Yeah, it was like 70s catalog. Mm -hmm. So Dolly Parton also wants to pose for Playboy again for her 75th birthday, which is in January. So they should do it together. Oh, double. uh, Oh, double, double D's. No, I, you know, I don't want either of them to wait for their birthdays because we need this right now. Like we're all really stressed out and worried. And like, this is the kind of, content we need right now and if Suzanne Somers and Dolly Parton really want to reach the widest audience possible they should post their tasteful nudes with a bread recipe because everybody is googling bread recipes right now so this is guaranteed that like every eye on the planet would see their you're right titties. everybody's making bread yeah you're right but I can't get yeast I want to make bread like everybody else, too, but I can't get yeast. So send yeast if you haven't. Not that kind of yeast. Although, can I use that kind of yeast? Michael, no. <laughs> but see, Playboy is not doing good, right? No. And they're, go- they've, they're going digital only. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they need another rebranding, and this is it. So they should, to- they should only feature like 70-something-year-old women. Play mm-hmm. Peepaw. They can call it Play Peepaw. They can do Dolly, then Suzanne, and then Charo. Actually, no to Charo because she's only turning 35 this year. Again. Yeah, she's too young, Michael. Way too young. So the name Ansel Elgort trended on Twitter, and not because he got corona or anything, but because everyone's horny, and they pointed out that he has a huge Elgorge in his pants. So pictures were posted of Ansel in swim shorts and he's got a big bulge and another picture of him in a suit sitting and there's like another big bulge there. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So what say you, Allison? Well, I mean, this is not the dick that I would expect from a person named Ansel Elgort. Maybe Ansel Elgirth or Anne So Long Elgort. 
Look, I get and so what and so long. I'm gonna so long. I'm gonna keep working on it. I'll work on it. That's what everybody said when they saw those pics. <laughs> well, and because I'm a jur- I'm a journalist, so I yes. study the pictures, and I'm still not sure. So it could because it could be air, or yeah. he could have like a big pair of low hangers. I don't know. But what I do know is that this quarantine has turned everybody into me because everyone's desperate for dick. Like, <laughs> seriously, any dick. Even dick attached to Ansel. And so long, Elgirth? Is that I like I like Elgirth. I said El- Elgirth and you said El... I said Elgorge. Gorge, yeah. And so long. <laughs> and so long, Elgorge. And finally, a company based in Britain called EOT Cleaning Services, this is random, asked a little over 1,600 people which household products make good sex toys. So I guess they could say more than one because 89% said a spatula. Spatula was number one. 85% said rope. Uh, 82% said plastic gloves. 81% said a duster. 71% said mirrors, 55% said a broomstick, 47% said sponges, 41% said a vacuum, and 39% said a glass table. A glass table? Do you do yourself with the leg? <laughs> no, I think maybe you like do it on the glass table. Oh my god, you're, like, you're going to get shards of glass in your parts. Well, look, trust me, I also want to talk to those people that are using a vacuum. That's oh, not yeah. good either. But spatula, okay, you know those kinky fucks are all role-playing uh, Great British Bake Off. Great, great British uh, Get Me Off. Great British Wank Off. Yeah. Great British Jack Off. Ooh. That's the thing, like, the vacuum, like, hosp- like, hospitals are dealing with enough. Like, they don't need people showing up with their hoover because it sucked up their organs while they were doing themselves. But, again, this is another story that shows us, like, this lockdown has us all stir crazy because like people are now like looking at their spatula all sexy like like trying to pick up their spatula and i'm probably going to get there one day and be like you know can i call you ansel (coughs) ansel ansel long brings us to the end of this week's episode of delisted the podcast now before we go i have my own amendment to make uh from a previous statement that i made again we have nothing but journalistic integrity on this podcast Mm -hmm. michael k is the diane sawyer of this podcast i am you're the um connie chung can i be connie chung yeah you can be connie no i want to be connie chung you can be diane sawyer i'll be connie chung okay i like it so as diane sawyer would do she would correct herself so i was saying Kel Horror earlier mm-hmm. in the podcast, I said that that meant um, uh, what horror? I look, I didn't do well in French class in school. In case you couldn't have figured that out, what I was saying was how horrible. Um, how horrible? How, so Kel Horror is what is how horrible? And if I had wanted to say what horror, uh, I would say quoi. So. Qua to you, Michael. How do you say what a whore? Qua, uh, qua, qua, uh, whore, I guess. <laughs> qua a prostitute. Again, you know, these are the things I should have been looking up in French class. And I was not. 
Um, so, you know, listen, if you actually speak French and you want to give me some, you know, French, free French lessons, hey, I'm not doing anything better. So email us at DTP at delisted.com. That's DTP for delisted the podcast at delisted.com. Don't forget to um, rate and review and subscribe and all that stuff wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and yeah, if you want to send us any other emails about anything, go right ahead. We like to read them. Um, so that's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Michael, I hope you have a great week. You too. Thank you, Carolina Herrera. And thank you, Carolina Herrera. Yeah, for everything you do.